Hi everyone, welcome back to The Torch. I'm Jake. And I'm Kimberly. And today we are here with Noelle Rook, our amazing director of people and culture. Hi, Noelle. Hi, thanks for having me. We're excited to have you. Yes, thanks for being here. So I want to share a little bit about Noelle with all of our listeners. Noelle was born and raised here in Phoenix, Arizona, and she's actually a second generation native, which then makes both of her sons third generation Arizona natives, which is super cool. She graduated from ASU in 2006 with her Bachelor's of Arts in Communication, and she started working for BBB in 2007, and the rest is history. She's been married to her husband, Jason, for six years, who I got to meet today. He's super nice. And they have two beautiful little boys, Jacob, who will be six on the 21st of November, and Nate, who is two and a half. That's right. So welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. So, Noelle, um, first things first. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your whole life story. <laughs> How much time do you have? Day one to today. <laughs> the abridged version. <laughs> Really? <laughs> the rundown, like, like a like, few minutes. Like, we always like to know. Yeah. I didn't actually know you were a second generation native. When Felicia was here, we didn't. We learned that she is from Chicago, mm-hmm. was born there. Mm-hmm. So just talk to us about what it's like to be, because this is three Arizona natives sitting at this fine table. Yeah. What, what, did, what did your mom do? So um, my mom grew up in this area, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to Arcadia High School, like Whoa. the same high school that like Steven Spielberg went to and Linda Carter, right? Well, pedigree. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she hated, she hated it because that was the preppy school and she was a hippie. Oh. So um, she used to hang out with a lot of um, kids at a different high school that were more hippie-like, right? And yeah. they used to go to Encanto Park. They went to Taco Bell every day. <laughs> um, but um, my mom... Um, She's she's a very inspiring person in my life. She started working as a secretary. Um, back then it was called um, Garrett Allied Research. Um, so now it's called Honeywell. So it's, it's gone through a few name changes. But she started um, as a secretary there and um, kind of worked her way up. She never went to college. Um, she had a high school degree mm-hmm. and just worked hard, had a great work ethic and was very smart. Um and went up to like administration, um, then went into finance, and she worked there for forty five years, I believe, and retired, and oh. is doing like amazing. Like, I mean, she's like goals for me, you know. Because mm-hmm. um, she faced a lot of challenges, um, you know. Because my 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 father, her husband, passed away when I was um, before I turned sixteen. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like going through their lives, and all of a sudden, she's a single mom, mm-hmm. and she had to put two kids through college, um, and you know. So she, she's just she's she's amazing. Like I honestly, I have no idea what I would do without her. And um, we talk every morning and every night. You know, like I'm, I have a, I have a long commute. Like I, it takes me usually like an hour. So, uh-huh. and I have Bluetooth set up. So as soon as I get in my car, I'm just like, "Hey, mom, what are you doing?" She's retired, so she's like, "Well, I'm watching this show on Netflix, and I'm gonna mop my floors, and then I'm gonna go to Target, and I ate this for lunch." That's the life. But it's 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 yeah. So for me, I think because she got her start in, in administration, I had always. Um, thought that that was going to be like my ticket to where I wanted to start. Like I, I knew that was kind of like what I could go for as my in. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I actually like got in at, at BBB. So that's kind of interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Did you have any fun jobs when you were in high school and college? I did. I did. So um, 
Do you guys remember, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Pac Sun? I do Absolutely. remember PacSun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> place. Right. Okay, so I was, I grew up Phoenix, right? Like, I was a mall rat for sure. Like, and, um, and. Which was your mall? What PV was mall? mall. PV Mall. Whoa, Paradise Valley that mall. was a fancy mall. That, it was awesome. I mean, you could spend the whole day there, you know, and then I remember you'd go to the payphone and you didn't have any money, right? Like, you'd go to the mall, mm-hmm. you didn't need money. You just, mm-hmm. like, hung out and you would do a collect call to your, somebody's parents and, like, Okay, it's me. Come pick me the ball. I'm ready to be picked up. Okay, you know this is the collect call from, and then, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. So I got a job at um, PacSun when I was uh, 16, and I worked there for five years. Nice. Like I, which in retail there's crazy turnover. You had to like it. I well, it was. I just uh, I did. It was super <laughs> fun. Like it was super fun, and I got like awesome discounts. Um, on clothes and shoes and jewelry and um, I could hang out at the mall. I had a couple of mall like, you know, boyfriends, you know, and um, <laughs> that's a se- that's a separate podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, eat horrible food, nice. you know, pretzels and Dairy Queen every oh. day. And um, yeah, I worked there. And then after that, I worked at um, Pier One Imports, which is super fun. You know, it was more yeah. it was retail, but it was different kind of retail, selling like candles and um, you know. Uh, bed bedroom sets and china you know things like that and that place is nice i have to tell you i had never been into a pier one imports until a few months ago when i was what? shopping i know i know i got yelled at by several people because i was <laughs> yeah. shopping for stuff for ignite spark by bbb our new co-working space and i walked in there and i was like how have i not ne- it's there's one so close to bbb first of all yeah and then they had like exactly like all the kind of corrugated metal stuff we're doing yeah. in Ignite. They had all of it and there was like a sale and there was a coupon. Yeah. And then there was like a clearance rack with all those yellow pillows that we got. And yeah. I was like, wow, Pier yeah. One. Yeah. I, I I still go there. I just shopped and bought like four pillows, Christmas pillows. I'm getting excited <laughs> for <laughs> the season. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So those were, my, those were like my two big jobs um, before I... Um, transfer to BBB because I was I was twenty I was like twenty three or twenty four when I started here. So yes. what brought you to BBB? So I was sitting at Pier One one day in my little Pier One apron, <laughs> and I was like, "Why do I still work here? <laughs> like I have this degree, and like I hate working weekends and nights mm-hmm. and holidays, and I feel like I have paid my dues to the retail world." Everyone should work retail. I agree. Everyone should work, work retail to learn how to treat other people. <laughs> I just actually, Noel, I'm not joking. I gave a presentation at Grand Canyon University a few nights ago, and that was one of my tips to the students because they're all in the honors college. They're all, most all of them were business students. And I said, if you have never, I didn't make them do a show of hands, but I said, if you have never worked retail or restaurant, because I worked mm-hmm. all restaurant jobs, yeah. you need to do that between now and when you graduate. First of all, it's easy money. Secondly, you will be the kindest person mm-hmm. and very patient, even when you're annoyed, because you know what it's like to be on the other side of just the rudest people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And make them love you. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever have someone someone make you cry? Um, No. Okay. That's good. <laughs> no. Well, that's good. That's very good. No. Yeah. I'm, guessing, no. I'm guessing you have, Kimberly. <laughs> Probably pretty close one time. Yeah. I think but, I didn't cry in front of them because I didn't want them to know, but it was at In-N-Out Burger and it was someone who was really just the aw. rudest and they were, I was like repeating their order back to them exactly how they were saying it, but then they just like kept repeating it back the wrong way. And so then I was saying, so is it, it was like such a simple thing. And then they asked me, they're like, what are you stupid or something? <gasps> and I was like, no, I'm in college. Oh, like, 
That's it's really so awful. awful. It was. But you know what? It's like I laugh at it now because it's it was a great experience because I kept really calm at the time. Yeah. But people can be vicious. They really can. Yeah, they really yeah. can. I, I I guess I just got lucky. And, and um, I think it's different also when you work in like the restaurant industry because – you know, in retail, I was getting paid my hourly rate no matter what they said or did to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you're in the restaurant industry, you're relying on pe- tips. You're essentially like selling kind of yourself mm-hmm. like in a, in a way they need to like you, you mm-hmm. know, in yeah. order to leave a good tip. And so um, I did try being a waitress for like one month. And my mom's like, you're going to hate it so much. And I was like, I can't believe you don't believe in me. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm just I believe in you. She's like, it's just it, I know you. I know you and you're going to hate it. And then like a month goes by and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to quit that job. And she's like, I told you. And I was like, what kind of restaurant was it? It was really good food. It was called this place called Copeland's. They have them. Um, um, they're big like I think they're from like Florida, like New Orleans. It's like New Orleans mm-hmm. kind of theme, mm-hmm. like Mardi Gras. Cool. Really good food. Oh, like Cajun-y kind of yes. food. Yeah. Super delicious. Awesome. Yeah. But just not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> but yeah, the retail, you're so right. Everyone should do one of those and or babysit as well. Oh, yeah. I've never done retail. Really? Yeah. I think the closest thing I probably have done is um, I, the first job I ever had was I was a stage tech at Gamage Auditorium. Mm-hmm. And I was in, it was my college job. My parents forbade me from having a job when I was in high school. Mm. It's a decision I thought was very strange, but um, my first job was in college and it was as a stage tech for theater, for uh, Gamage Auditorium in Tempe. And it, like, it sounds way cooler than it was. I was basically a janitor for the building, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I just had to take care of the building. And yeah, um, yeah I at first I was like enamored with the with the idea that I got to like, see the behind the scenes of like the theater world. That's what I was thinking. It sounds fancy. Well, Mm -hmm. until you realize that everyone in the union has just the worst attitude, you know, and then you're like a young person. So they look down on you and don't really treat you very well. Um, But yeah, yeah, that's probably my closest experience to that. It builds a good work ethic, I (laughs) guess, and a better attitude. And resentment towards authority as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also just controlling your emotions, too, because Mm -hmm. you just learn that you got to, I got to sell this shirt and, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't matter what I just happened to me before I walked in here. I I don't know. I feel like retail, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say you have to put a face on, but in in a way you kind of, you kind of do. You do. And so you kind of learn how to not carry your feelings Mm-hmm. you know on you so yeah. it's kind of a, a I was, thought that was strange that, that like you're not allowed to like act like a human you know mm-hmm. in, in a store you setting you <laughs> <laughs> which kind of like opens the door for actual humans to treat you like garbage so yeah. I don't know I, yeah. I that kind of culture doesn't I don't know how it makes sense it's the know? customer is always right though yeah mm-hmm. which um, I don't know It like it, like in today's world it seems like we're kind of shifting a little bit away from that attitude, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Millennials are kind of saying no to that. Mm-hmm. But you still should give great customer service. Definitely. Which is the positive side yeah. of having a retail or restaurant job is if you have a good, if you're with a good company and they do a decent training, then you're like, oh, this is, it can be fun, right? Yeah. So I think you were asking me how I got here. Yeah. So and you're so sitting start, there, why am I still so working I'm at the here? counter, right? And I'm like, why am I still here? You know, I don't want to, I just, I wanted to find a great place to to just go and build my career, you know, and I, but I, 
had just retail experience and I had my degree was very general, you know, um, communication. Mm -hmm. And so I started looking for administrative assistant positions. And that's um, that's how I got connected with um, the BBB is I had gone to um, a employment agency, like a temp agency mm-hmm. um, in the first place that they ever um, found an opening. They're like, ah, I was I was I was working and they're like, we have an interview for you at like 3 p.m. this afternoon. Can you make it? And I was like, I will make I will make it work. And they're like, OK, here's the address. And, and I'm like, OK. And then they're like, OK, goodbye. They're like, wait, wait, wait. Like, What's the name of the place? You know, and, and they're like, it's it's the Better Business Bureau. And I was like, wow, like <laughs> that sounds like really. Jackpot. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> And so I, um, you know, I hustled my my behind home. I got my um, little suit on, and and I came to BBB, and um, you know, right away, um, the hiring the hiring manager that I met, we had a connection. Um, her name was Jessica, and um, she used to be Matt's assistant. Mm-hmm. And right away, we just you know, you just connect with people mm-hmm. early on. And um, I remember she's going down the job duties, and she's like, "Are you okay with doing this?" I was like, oh yeah, you know, are you okay with doing this? I was like, oh, I'll do, I will do whatever you want me to do, and I, whatever you want to teach me. Like, if you just give me a chance, I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. And I promise I'm a fast learner. Mm-hmm. And I really did not have a lot of experience at all. You know, I, I really didn't know how to work Excel. You know, I, mm-hmm. I had typed college papers in Word. You know, I was good at Word, and I was good at communicating. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but they really taught me everything, everything that I, that I know now. So. Um, yeah, that's how I got in. Pretty so, cool. so you started as uh, an administrative assistant. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, I was the administrative assistant to the directors. So I um, so Corey, you know, I had I had uh, several and Felicia mm-hmm. um, and Helen. And they were all kind of my bosses, and so I just went around to all of them and I was like. Do you have something for me to do? And they're like, Yeah, you know, do this. And I do was like, we ever? Yeah. yeah. And I'm I hate being bored. So like that's mm-hmm. you know, so I I'll, I will do anything, you know. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> just a lot of funny experiences that you get um when when you're kind of the go to person for you know, things that don't fall nicely in someone's job description, mm-hmm. just you kind of become that person that everyone kind of goes to and just got to roll up your sleeves and get it done. So mm-hmm. I started as the administrative assistant to the directors. And then um, Matt's assistant, um, Jessica, had moved on. And um, I think that was about eight eight to nine months I had been at BBB. And um, they had asked me, hey, do you want to be Matt's assistant? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I was his assistant for like seven years. And then... Um, you know, we've just grown and grown and grown. And, and Helen, who's our um, our VP of Finance um, slash controller, she was kind of doing everything, HR, administration, finance, and she just couldn't do it all. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a lot. And so they said, hey, would you mind um, learning some, like, benefit stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah. And then uh, would you mind helping out with payroll? I was like, sure. And then I remember um, we went to uh, kind of an HR conference. Mm-hmm. I remember I thought it was going to be super boring because it's all like legal stuff and, and things that are supposed to terrify you about like employment law. And, <laughs> and I remember I loved it. And I thought it was so I found it to be so interesting. Yeah. And it kind of like lit this kind of fire in me that I was like, I feel like I could do that. Like, I feel like I could like do this, you know. And so, um, you know, that was kind of but I also really enjoyed working for Matt. He's an amazing boss. And I I got such great experience and got to meet so many amazing people because he works with 
so many, you know, like the board of directors mm-hmm. and just, you know, he's he's always um, doing new things. And so that was kind of hard because I was like, you know, I want I really want to try this like HR thing, but I really love working for Matt. And um, but when I when I talked to him about it, he was like, yeah, 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 we can. We'll absolutely support you in that. And it was kind of like a slow transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in um, I want to say February of 2015 is when it was full on um, HR all the time. You know, <laughs> so, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. You have a cool title, Director of People and Culture. Yeah. A lot of people get really excited when they meet you and they hear that that's your title and that we even have a job with that title at BBB. Yeah. Did you, you did you pick it? N- no. So Matt um, went to lunch with Brian Moore and was like, hey, we're uh, thinking about transitioning Noelle into this role. Um, we're trying to figure out what to call it, you know, because Matt, Matt is not a fan of human resources. He's mm-hmm. not a big fan of HR and strict rules and you know mm-hmm. um and neither am i really i you know and so he's like what do you think of director of people and culture you know and i was like that's awesome it's like the <laughs> yeah. best title ever yeah it's cool yeah i love it i love it noelle's getting excited as she's saying i know i, yeah. I know so does i forget that that's my title i'm like yeah that is my title that's really cool super cool yeah Talk to us about the culture piece because we have a lot of folks who are starting a business or are small business owners that are listening to the podcast and I noticed at Startup Week over the last few years and just in the community when there's events, anytime there's um, a topic or a speaker on how to build culture in your startup or in your business, it's very well attended because people always think like they have to do X, Y, or Z to make it really appealing to employees, which a lot of times you do now nowadays, especially with the market as competitive as it is for people seeking jobs they have the ability to be really particular like with where they go Mm -hmm. so talk to us like people are always very impressed when they come to BBB and just see the physical campus and then they see the culture that we have built for our staff and a lot of that is you so how did Mm -hmm. you do it (laughs) well first of all I can't take credit for it because I think there's I the, the thing that I love about BBB is there are so many parts and people that make this culture so amazing Mm -hmm. so I think um I think it's first it's the basics right you know offer good good pay Mm -hmm. and good benefits right those are like the basics that you 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 need and then it's really um like there's to be you just gotta be creative right on all this it doesn't have to cost a lot of money to make a great environment um I think Matt um Matt comes up with a lot of ideas, he'll see he'll see that something that he likes, and it's like that's cool. How how could we make that happen here? You know, might mention to somebody. Um, also, he's really open to like ideas from staff, you know, mm-hmm. and really lets us kind of run wild in a way with some of our ideas. Like, you know, he he rarely will say just no to something. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes he's like maybe work it out a little bit more so it's more like this, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of the culture is the kind of people we hire. Um, we hire great, great people. We hire nice people, um, humble people, respectful, you know, and um, a lot of it is, you know, we have an awesome team committee. So it's we have actual like committee of people who are dedicated to 
um, educate and motivate. That's what the team the team stands for. And they just look for ways to make our employees smile, make our employees feel appreciated, um, make sure that, you know, if it's someone's birthday, that it's somewhere on a screen, you know, if, mm-hmm. it's, if it's their anniversary, we have like a really nice, that they're acknowledged. And the most important part of that acknowledgement that we have found you know, um, we've tried like gifts and gifts cards and things like that. But the most important piece of it that people enjoy the most is just being recognized in front of their peers and their supervisor saying, hey, this is all the awesome things that you do for us. And thank you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it goes that goes so far. Um, and then on that, it's just all these other little cool things that we have, um, you know, the volunteer program. I know Matt had seen that somewhere somebody allowed like one volunteer day a year and mm-hmm. he's like well we're gonna do it four times a year that's like, so cool let's make that happen and i was like okay you know um bbb BB bucks were something that was already in place when i when i started and i mean it's just it's people love them mm-hmm. um for our, people that don't know what are bbb bucks so they're um kind of like a bb currency um <laughs> <laughs> you know if you do something awesome there's a bb black market yeah <laughs> yeah if you if you do something awesome or or you know employee with them uh, if you're award employee of the month or if you are uh, like our sales rep of the month, um, then you get uh, a BBB buck mm-hmm. or, you know, any anywhere between like, you know, 10 to like 25. You know, if you do something really amazing, you might get like 50. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's dollar for dollar and we keep your account. You can look on our little we have a little inter- internal um, employee intranet. Right. And so you can go on there and um, basically pick out a gift card to wherever wherever you want. Um, so cool. I, it is. I always, whenever, because like, um, and it's not only that you get it, but there's an email that's sent out to all staff that like recognizes that this person is awarding this person yes. this amount. And I always think of Harry Potter when they say like 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's so true. Yeah. So, no, it, it's that kind of like public recognition system as well. Yeah. Uh, and then it's it's money. It's money. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, another cool thing that that we allow employees to do is um, donate their BBB bucks for like charitable events that we have. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. I mean, I, that's another thing with our staff is we're always giving back to the community. Um, you know, be it through service or through monetary donations, and um, we have a great reputation with with a lot of organizations in the valley. Who, when they have a need, and you know, they'll they'll contact us. And we're a nonprofit, so it's kind of ironic, right? Because yes, like, we need money too, right? <laughs> but but they'll uh, they know if we can't offer money, we can roll up our sleeves and help. Um, you know, help help out that way, and um, it's just it's cool, I, and I love that about about my job because I think that I have like for me I have this thing where I need to feel like I'm doing something good for like humanity right and so in a way that kind of like um, fills that that part of me where I can go and I can volunteer you know or I can get some volunteers for an organization that helps hopelessness mm-hmm. you know um, so that's what I love and we do I mean and then when we moved into this campus I mean there it, it was even like so many more opportunities right yeah mm-hmm. it was like Okay, we already had an amazing culture. Now, now it's like, it's just we're blowing it up. It like exploded. It's, Literally, it, it exploded is a great word. Yeah, because like people walk around there and they're like, they're like out of their mind. Like, what? You have yeah. a Zenden? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> and like, honestly, the Zenden, it did not cost a lot of money. I mean, they ordered these things from Amazon for like a very small amount. People mm-hmm. donated books. We just got some little flickering lights. 
Um, so it's really nice, though. It's so nice. And it's a space dedicated to, like, hey, stop what you're doing and go chill out for a minute, you know? Um, and that was a space that we actually did create that wasn't already here. You know, we, we, we also mm-hmm. have that, um, like, a massage chair, which is amazing, um, that we inherited from from McMurray. So that was that was cool. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we do. We have – we do okay. Right. You're yeah. kind of getting exhausted <laughs> listing them all yeah, because all there's the, so many. <laughs> there's, there are so many. And, and But it never stops. You know, I think that's the thing with culture, too, is you have to always be – thinking about what else you can do, you know, and if there's things you should retire and, and you yes. know, um, always that, that continuous improvement. I'm thinking from the perspective of like a startup, you know, people who probably don't have a whole lot of capital to devote to mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, a culture like that. Yeah. Um, like w- what's an example of something we've done here that didn't really take a lot of money or, or time, which is money, mm-hmm. to implement that like just had a really great effect? We've done some some cool things, right? So, you know, after the, like, economic downturn, right, 2000, because I started in 2007, mm-hmm. and it was like, everything's amazing, <laughs> right? And then it was like, whoa, like, we need a, you know, because for, for BBB, um, we're supported by businesses, right? And a lot of businesses went out of business. Mm-hmm. And so we had to find a way to, like, you know, um, really minimize our costs the last thing Matt ever wanted to do was like let anybody go, mm-hmm. you know. So it was like we need to find a way to still make this a great place to work with nothing, <laughs> like I mean, basically, you know. And so for like our, you know, we we always have the monthly meetings, and it was like, okay, we're getting pizza every single time. You know, we're gonna go the cheapest route to to feed everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like we we got creative and we went to we we'd had a, a barbecue at a, a park. So we went to the park and we bought a kickball and we got a, k- fun. A, a, a cake from Costco and we brought, you know, hot dogs and weenies and we threw charcoal on the grill and we, we grilled and it was so much fun. We had fun. so much fun. And it's, it's amazing what just like getting out. I mean, because this is a beautiful campus, right? But even just getting everyone out into a different location mm-hmm. and just having fun. And it was, it was, you know, I remember this one guy fell in like hurt his leg and was bleeding oh and it God. was like but it was it was so fun though like it was, it was before I was in HR when, it, when that happened <laughs> but like that I mean that's an example of where we um, I mean we did not spend a lot of money on that event at all mm-hmm. and everybody had so much fun so. it is more about the creativity like you said and yeah. that's kind of I think that's one of the obstacles that startups have is they look basically just to Google and then they get overwhelmed because they're like, we can't afford a full service free cafeteria <laughs> and foosball tables and, and sleeping pods. Yes. Yeah. So people then just kind of feel overwhelmed and think like, maybe I can't do anything and maybe, you know, so I think yeah. you can run the whole gamut of I want to have a great culture to all the way like I'm terrified and I don't have the money. So I think we are a really good example here of being able to do a lot of cool things. Like you said, with the Zen Den, mm-hmm. anyone could put that together. You just need a space and a lot of people that have a physical space have a area they're not using yeah and another um really cool program that we um we got going a few years ago was the um, bring your your infant to work policy mm-hmm. cost nothing i mean literally nothing and it's been super successful um where you know we were trying we have a lot of women on our staff you know and i'm very proud of that and um 
a lot of us were having babies. <laughs> it's like, you know, you want to find a way. We are a nonprofit, right? So it's it, there are things that we can afford and things we can't afford at this mm-hmm. point, right? And so um, I thought that was a super creative idea that Matt had had where he had heard, heard somewhere was like, I heard about this, you know, bring your baby to work thing. Let's look into that, you know? Mm-hmm. So we crafted the policy so that um, moms could bring their infants in um, up to six months of age um, or if, when they start to get mobile. And what's hard is, like, these babies, they come into work and we, everybody, like, they're Loves such them. a, they love them. <laughs> it's yes. such a stress relief, you know, for everyone. And, mm-hmm. um, and we don't, like, when they leave, it's like, oh, really? You know, and so we sort of, like, stretched Mm-hmm. The six month thing, it's like, <laughs> I mean, eight months is fine. Yeah. Right. You know, not crawling. <laughs> yes. Yeah, at first, I think we were like, oh, it's going to be such a distraction. You know, what if the baby starts crying? And I don't know if it's something about the office, like a like an environment like this, mm-hmm. where um, the, the babies get used to different people. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, I, I don't know, it's like, it makes them like people people babies it socializes them faster right it does yeah yeah so they're they love people yeah you know different people and um so that i mean that costs us nothing it's, no yeah that's great a, yeah. A, a, a little like like detail to that that just adds so much more to it i think michael who's our in-house graphic designer um printed out a, a placard for, he prints out the placards for the babies, too, yeah. so they get to yeah. they're officially BBB staff as well. That is fun. Yeah. But it, and like you said, Noel, it doesn't cost the organization, but it's a benefit to the parent because it could save them thousands of dollars over those first few months from childcare, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Not not only that is. You know, um, it's hard as a working mom. You know, you don't want to leave your baby, especially when they're that little. I mean, it's it's very difficult. As, mm-hmm. as having two kids myself, um, I, you know, you don't. It's it's your bonding time, right? And mm-hmm. so this was a way for us to also, you know, you can keep your baby with you all day, you know, mm-hmm. and and um, it it's great for the the mothers, you know, not only because the money they're saving, but just because they can be with their baby all day, you know. And and me, I was like, um. Here's a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, it's just hard for me to focus when my kids are around. I just want to hug them and kiss them and, you know, while they're here. So yeah. there's a lot of small businesses and entrepreneurs that listen to the podcast that interact with us at BBB. And there's a lot of folks that are trying to start their own business or venture in Arizona. And the other piece, in addition to culture, that's very intimidating to folks is the HR piece. Mm-hmm. What can we teach somebody who's listening to take as like the first step. You know what I think is if you like establish your kind of values for your your organization, mm-hmm. like if you have like this is the kind of organization I want to have, like this is what I want it to be. And and you write them down and every all of your decisions, it's like you come back to those values and do these values fit for the decision? If it's yes, then proceed. If it's no, then let's go back, you know? And I think it's like with the first people you hire, you know, if they don't fit into your values and what you're kind of about and what the kind of business you want to grow, you know, I just, I think that's a great starting point for, for, for anyone is, you know, what's, what is important for you? Like, you know, what is your vision, you know, of your business and what Mm -hmm. is your values? And I think, those kind of guiding principles can can help. Um, I think you're you're absolutely right. It, 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 even if it's like 
Uh, like they don't even have to be your your first step. Like maybe you've started your company and and you didn't even think about the values mm-hmm. to begin with, yeah. right? But then you kind of find yourself in this hard spot where you're like realizing I'm constantly having to fire people. Um, things aren't going the way I want them to. Mm-hmm. I've talked to so many businesses just in my time here at BBB who said that once they finally realized that they needed to develop these values, mm-hmm. everything kind of turned around for them. Yeah. Because then they started staffing their business with people who were good for the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and even like personally, like um, we could do a plug here, but like, you know, peak values, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really, that was very... Um, eye-opening for me because you know you have your own values right and my my number one value and it's it has it, this one has not changed since the last time I did the exercise you know you, you, you they have these amazing cards you put mm-hmm. them down and and um you know rank your values and my top peak value is balance because I'm always trying to balance um you know mother being a mom and 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 being an awesome employee and that's it's so hard and it's like always and it's a value and it's like a goal <laughs> at the same yes. time like I'm just I'm constantly trying to you know balance those two and it's it's not easy but it's just personally it's like if if, if you look at your values and it's like okay am I am I living my values mm-hmm. you know and if I'm not then maybe I need to change something or you know mm-hmm. do something so I like it speaking of acronyms and other things one of the cool things I learned from Noel which she learned from one of our members in the community is BHAG. Do you oh, want to talk yeah. about BHAG? Do you have a BHAG? It's a like a big, hairy, audacious goal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a big. It's a big like shoot for the moon um, goal, right? That maybe isn't um, you know next year or five years. Maybe it's like ten years from now. That's your your you know big hairy audacious goal um and I don't I don't know like personally like I I feel like I always just want to like be happy <laughs> it's like so simple <laughs> but like I just I feel like it's important to like stop and like just evaluate your happiness level right and if mm-hmm. if there's if if something's not making you happy then address it you know and try to do something about it and um yeah, I just wanna. I just wanna. My my big hairy audacious goal is just to be happy, like in life, like, like just that. just in like enjoying what I'm doing. You know, feeling I I had this like epiphany earlier this week that I was like feeling very useful. Like I feel like I'm getting a lot done, and I was like, I am feeling very useful right now. <laughs> and I realized that that made me feel like really happy. Like mm-hmm. it made me feel like I had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Just. Um, you know, we've gone through a lot of changes this year and big, huge changes with merging, right? And so we've had to like get like merge employee benefits and merge our 401k plan and merge our employee handbook. And, um, you know, and I've, I've been, you know, I've been like, I'm like a small part of that. <laughs> a huge part like, of it. Yeah, it's like a huge and, part of it. And so I've, I'm feeling very useful. And I think it's important for people to feel like they're they're useful and I don't even know how I got to this point so I'm sorry it's just the BHAG I think oh, that's yeah. really good that's though right, sorry. that's a that's a huge uh, piece of just business management is and longevity that was one of the main things we wanted to ask you about Noel was Jake and I were in the team meeting that we had this week and like you mentioned people 
we recognize staff every month when it's their anniversary with the organization. And not a lot of companies do that or they don't do it in a public way, kind mm-hmm. of like you mentioned. And we both were so surprised. This this month was a, an especially good month because we had a few people that were over the 10-year mark, 14 years. Um, we had seven years. And then we had uh, one employee who's been here for 46 years. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that sparked for Jake and I, like, how how do we do that? Because turnover is so high everywhere. Mm-hmm. And basically, I think, or my guess, is that one of the ways we do that is people enjoy what they're doing mm-hmm. and they feel useful and they feel like they have a purpose. And that's mm-hmm. and that coupled with good benefits, I imagine, is why people stay. But do you yeah. have a like, do you have the golden answer for people who are listening that want to have employees forever and not have them leave? Yeah, I think it all comes down to like culture fit right? It's people, um, not everyone like that comes here fits the culture and, and they usually like leave on their own, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you, if you fit the culture, you do, if you, if you work hard and, um, you're respectful and you try your best that you're perfect for a BBB, you know, I, I feel like, like I said, I just I we have really great employees here and good people and I I don't know. And Matt's just awesome. I mean, he's he's such a visionary and we never are where we are right now is not where we're gonna be in one year or five years. Like and I think that is what is cool, is it's it's ex- an exciting place to work. Mm-hmm. Like it's always changing. It's never the same day ever. I've we're never moves. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Like we're <laughs> always doing something new. Like all the time. Like it's like you just, you know, you just keep going and you're going and yep. if if you if you're somebody who likes like a dull job and you just want to come in and do the same thing every single day and leave <laughs> and, you know, then it's probably not a place for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um so I think and I think we appreciate our employees a lot and I think if they, I feel like if they appreciate us, we appreciate them, and it's this nice little like thing that we have going on. And I think that's why we have employees, you know, that have been here for almost fifty years. You know, another one that's been here for almost thirty years. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm like, I, I'm coming up like now. I'm shooting for my twelfth year here. Nice, you know. And it's, you just you grow, you grow with this place. And I mm-hmm. think that's another thing too. Is like, you the opportunity for growth here is is endless like if you're if if you want to do something um try something new try you know do do more than what your job description is mm-hmm. we're like cool give it a shot we, we still need you to do these things on here right. but like you know let's carve out some time for you to try this out and i think that's really cool for employees is they they're not stuck in just doing the same thing all day they can join a task force and help plan an event mm-hmm. you know or they can you know go out and give a presentation about BBE or mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just we're totally open to to whatever their passions are, and you know, I think a lot of that's kind of some things that nice, yeah. It seems like a huge thing that like you're kind of hinting at is like it all kind of starts at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and not not only like with Matt, but we have a wonderful board of directors mm-hmm. that, for lack of a better word, are on board mm-hmm. <laughs> with with all of this, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They really. They really trust Matt, and Matt, like, you know, comes up with these ideas and is like, goes to the board and is like, hey, we want to do this. And they're like, awesome. Maybe just, maybe just do this, this, and this. And then, you know, and then they allow staff to really run with it, mm-hmm. you know? So we're, we're super, we're super blessed for sure. 
So speaking of your love of humanity, Noelle, mm-hmm. we ask everybody that comes on this show, if you could meet one person, living or dead, who would it be and why? And you gave us a sneak peek of who you're going to choose. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen this. Oh, this yeah. Is... Yes, I've hidden it from you, Jake. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I I would love to, I mean, there's a lot of people that I would love to like sit down and have a conversation with. But if I, I like, honestly, if I had to pick one person, um, that I think is just so like interesting and inspirational and I like what she's about is Oprah. I mean, I, I think she's incredible. Um, and you like, she's always been around in my life in a way, you mm-hmm. know, like you get off school at three and Oprah's yeah, on. Right. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I remember like, it, and then later on, it, she, cause I feel like she had more like controversial stuff, like in the nineties you know, and then and then it got to be like really like human stuff, like mm-hmm. where you would connect. And I I would be like every day I'd cry when I'd watch Oprah, like mm-hmm. every day. Like it's like I'm not gonna cry, and then I ended up crying. And mm-hmm. um, I just love all the great things she does, and I loved when she would like give all the stuff to the teachers and yes. the schools that she opens for for um girls, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, she just I feel like she uses her her powers for good you know and I just love that I love I just want more of that you know yeah I agree yeah and just giving away she was like the first celebrity that that had a show that would start doing the giveaways too right yeah where people just freak out right you get a car you get a car yeah and for teachers I mean I thought that was so cool to have an audience full of teachers Mm -hmm. who absolutely don't get enough credit and to just you know um, you know honor them and, and treat them you know that the way they all should be treated you mm-hmm. know and i and i like how she's just um deep you know like i like i like that like i like having meaningful conversations about deep stuff you know mm-hmm. and so I, feel, I would love to have like a conversation like that with oprah like <laughs> tell me like the answers i've been looking for <laughs> you know, that'd be cool <laughs> you know she's just i don't know i really admire her so she's my She's my one living. And then, like, if it was somebody who had passed away, I, I find, like, Janis Joplin really interesting. Ooh. Oh, wow. yeah. 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 Good she one. was a fun girl. Yeah. So she'd probably be the one if somebody was passed away that I'd want to talk to. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank You're you. You're awesome. Oh, thanks. I realized I didn't say thank you either. I was just quiet. I was yeah. just like, no, you gave that me that was little like the perfect way, actually, because <laughs> yeah. I feel like you don't have to do any. Well, now you have to do awkward editing because I talked into the microphone. But sometimes we actually end our show on an awkward note, which is exciting, too. Yeah. 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 We should do something really awkward. Okay. What should we do? <laughs> just keep thanking each other. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for coming, Noah. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thank- no, thanks for having me. That was yeah. great. Thank you, Jake. Thanks for um, starting the recording. No, yeah. yeah. Thank you for, you know, thinking of Noelle. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank, Thank you, you for, for coming in. Yeah, thanks for coming up the stairs and through the door. <laughs> you got it. Thank you for always smiling. <laughs> Thank you for being so happy. <laughs> okay, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> so happy to have been able to sit down with Noelle Rook, our director of people and culture. She's one of my favorite people at BBB. She's just a wonderful, bright human who possesses this amazing superpower of positivity. She's also really funny, if you weren't able to tell, and I always relish the opportunity to have a conversation with her. I guess all of that is to say that if you're going to have a person in your organization called the Director of People and Culture, you want that person to have all the qualities she has. But you can't have her. She's our Noel. You go find your own. 
This is unfortunately our last episode of the year. I can't speak for Kimberly, but I know I'm going to be taking a well-earned vacation. People keep asking me where I'm going, and I just keep saying, my apartment. Staycations are a form of vacation, so, you know, just putting that out there. I want to wish everyone listening the happiest and safest of holidays, and you can look forward to new episodes of The Torch beginning in the middle of January. Don't forget about us, because we've got a bunch of great interviews lined up. We hope you enjoyed the show, and if you did, please rate and review it anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or requests, you can send them to the Torch Podcast at bbbcommunity.org, and we will get back to you. Have a good rest of the year, folks.